Welcome to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. This is your host, Deacon Andrew Brazier. Welcome back to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. I'm your host, Deacon Andrew Brazier, a vicar for the parish. And we're picking back up on our series of the 39 articles, starting with Article 11 of the Justification of Man. We are accounted righteous before God only for the merit of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by faith, and not for our own works or deservings. Wherefore, that we are justified by faith only is a most wholesome doctrine and very full of comfort, as more largely is expressed in the homily of justification. Let me pause here for a moment just to comment that the reference to the homily of justification is a reference to one of several homilies that are provided in the Book of Homilies, which were originally published at first under the reign of uh, King Edward VI, and then several more homilies were added under Queen Elizabeth I. The homily that's being referenced, uh, it's stated in Article 11 as Homily of Justification, but the actual title is Of the Salvation of All Mankind. And it was authored by Archbishop Thomas Cramner in the collection known as the First Book of Homilies. It is a homily that I highly commend to everyone reading, especially those who are of the Anglican faith. It can be found online by simply googling of the salvation of all mankind, and is also available specifically at www.anglicanlibrary.org slash homilies. We'll now pick up on Article 12 of Good Works. Albeit that good works, which are the fruits of faith, and follow after justification, cannot put away our sins and endure the severity of God's judgment? Yet, are they pleasing and acceptable to God in Christ, and do spring out necessarily of a true and lively faith, insomuch that by them a lively faith may be as evidently known as a tree discerned by the fruit? Article 13 Of Works Before Justification Works done before the grace of Christ and the inspiration of the Spirit are not pleasant to God, forasmuch as they spring not of the faith in Jesus Christ. Neither do they make men meet to receive grace, or, as the school authors say, deserve grace of congruity. Yea, rather, for that they are not done as God hath willed and commanded them to be done, we doubt not, but they have the nature of sin. Article 14. Of Works of Supererogation Voluntary works besides over and above God's commandments, which they call works of supererogation, cannot be taught without arrogancy and impiety. For by them men do declare that they do not only render to God as much as they are bound to, but they do more for his sake than a bounded duty is required. Whereas Christ saith plainly, When ye have done all that are commanded to you, say, we are unprofitable servants. Article 15 Of Christ alone without sin Christ and the truth of our nature was made like unto us in all things, sin only except, from which he was clearly void, 
both in his flesh and in his spirit. He came to be the lamb without spot, who by sacrifice of himself once made, should take away the sins of the world. And sin, as St. John saith, was not in him. But all we the rest, although baptized, and born again in Christ, yet offend many things. And if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. Article 16 Of Sin After Baptism Not every deadly sin willingly committed after baptism is sin against the Holy Ghost and unpardonable. Wherefore, the grant of repentance is not to be denied to such as fall into sin after baptism. After we have received the Holy Ghost, we may depart from grace given and fall into sin, and by the grace of God we may arise again and amend our lives. And therefore there to be condemned which say, There can no more sin as long as they live here, or deny the place of forgiveness to such as truly repent. And now let's take a short break before we dive into Article 17 of Predestination and Election. Article 17 of Predestination and Election Predestination of life is the everlasting purpose of God, whereby, before the foundations of the world were laid, He hath constantly decreed by His counsel secret to us to deliver from curse and damnation those whom He hath chosen in Christ out of mankind and to bring them by Christ to everlasting salvation, his vessels made to honor. Wherefore, they which be endued with so excellent a benefit of God, be called according to God's purpose by his Spirit, working in due season. They through grace obey the calling. They be justified freely. They be made sons of God by adoption. They be made like the image of his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. They walk religiously in good works, and at length, by God's mercy, they attain to everlasting felicity. As the godly consideration of predestination and our election in Christ is full of sweet, pleasant, and unspeakable comfort to godly persons, and such as fill in themselves the working of the Spirit of Christ, mortifying the works of the flesh and their earthly members, and drawing up their mind to high and heavenly things, as well because it doth greatly establish and confirm their faith of eternal salvation to be enjoyed through Christ, is because it doth fervently kindle their love towards God. So, for curious and carnal persons, lacking the Spirit of Christ, to have continually before their eyes the sentence of God's predestination is a most dangerous downfall, whereby the devil doth thrust them either into desperation or into wretchedness of most unclean living, and no less perilous than desperation. Furthermore, we must receive God's promises in such wise as they be generally set forth to us in Holy Scripture, and in our doings that the will of God is to be followed, which we have expressly declared unto us in the Word of God. Article 18 Of Obtaining Eternal Salvation Only by the Name of Christ They also are to be had a curse that presume to say, that every man shall be saved by the law or sect which he professeth, so that he be diligent to frame his life according to that law and the light of nature. For Holy Scripture doth set out unto us only the name of Jesus Christ, whereby men must be saved. Article 19 of the Church The visible Church of Christ is a congregation of faithful men, in which the pure word of God is preached, 
and the sacraments be duly ministered according to Christ's ordinance, and all those things that are necessity are requisite to the same. As the church of Jerusalem, Alexandria, and Antioch have erred, so also the church of Rome hath erred, not only in their living and manner of ceremonies, but also in matters of faith. Article 20 of the Authority of the Church The Church hath power to decree rites or ceremonies and authority and controversies of faith, and yet it is not lawful for the Church to ordain anything that is contrary to God's word written, neither may it so expound one place of Scripture that it be repugnant to another. Wherefore, although the Church be a witness and keeper of holy writ, yet, as it ought not to decree anything against the same, so besides the same ought not to enforce anything to be believed for necessity of salvation. Article 21 Of the Authority of General Councils General councils may not be gathered together without the commandment and will of princes. And when they be gathered together, forasmuch as they be assembly of men, whereof all be not governed with the Spirit and Word of God, they may err, and sometimes have erred, even in things pertaining unto God. Wherefore, things ordained by them as necessary to salvation have neither strength nor authority, unless it may be declared that they be taken out of Holy Scripture. Now it is interesting to note that in Article 21 in the American Prayer Books, it has traditionally stated the following, Article 21 of the Authority of General Councils. The 21st of the former articles is omitted, because it is partly of a local and civil nature, and is provided for, as the remaining parts of it, in other articles. Quite simply put, the American version of the 39 articles omitted Article 21, and instead uh, stated that due to it being a local and civil nature, more than likely due to it referencing uh, the need for princes to call a, a general council and of course, being in the American states, not having any sort of royalty, it was not applicable. But it also notes in the comment and the parenthetical of the American Article 21 uh, that this article, uh, the content and the gist of it, uh, is provided for and the spirit of it is maintained in other parts of the Articles of Religion. Thank you again for joining us on the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. We hope that you'd visit us in person. We have Sunday worship uh, every Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And you can visit us on our website at www.goodshepherdacna.com or visit us on Facebook at Good Shepherd ACNA. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It not only makes us feel better, but more importantly, it helps those who are searching for Anglican podcasts find podcasts like this one and other ones that are out there on the web. Thank you, God bless, and have a good one. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do.